Hello guys, welcome to episode four of the CFS Health Recovery Podcast. If you're new here, we are talking all things recovery around chronic health conditions and illnesses that you might be suffering at home. And so this is a real practical space where we actually give you practical, tangible tools that you can apply in your life and help you with your life and recovery. Before we get started in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how much rest should you have? And the answer varies depending on which stage in recovery you are at. I think it's a fantastic question to ponder. And so I'd love to explore this topic with you today. And this will help you again, identify where you're at and what to do. Before we get into it, I want to give a big shout out to one of our members, Heidi from overseas in Europe. Heidi came to us struggling. She was basically incapable of doing any form of structured movement. She had to start at a really low level. And now eight months later, since joining our program, she's now back in the weights room training. She's lifting some heavy weight. She looks fantastic. She's feeling fantastic. And I've got a little photo here. If you're watching the video podcast on our YouTube channel, you'll see this picture of her in a moment. And so that's her lifting her weight. She's back in the gym. She says here that when she started, like I said, she could barely do anything. And now she's able to lift eight kilogram weights, 12 kilogram kettlebell and added weight to just a couple of exercises in the beginning and increased it over time. After two months of using weights at home, she's now ready to lift weights in the gym. Now, obviously that was her goal. As we know, little by little becomes a lot. This is one of my main goals coming into the program. And I'm so proud of how far I've come. You can see how her muscles are looking fantastic and she looks just very healthy and well-balanced now. So big shout out to you, Heidi. Super inspiring. I'm really glad you got to share that story to inspire our members. But then I asked you if it was cool if we could share it to the outer community. And you said yes. So thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Let's get into it, guys. So before we get into how much should you rest versus not rest, I want to talk to you about the three stages of recovery. Because based off that, will be based off the advice that we give here. Now, remember... Sometimes you'll need coaching, you'll need context. And so this is very hard for me to give you individualized advice here, but this is going to be just a general blanket advice to take. And again, just take what resonates and leave the rest. If you are in our program, then you'll understand that we have a specific training and set program based off which stage you're at. Okay. If you're not in our program, this will still be really relevant and helpful advice, but just know if you're doing it on your own, you might be guessing and second guessing. And so it's very important to get outside help to make sure that you know that you are on the right track. So firstly, stage one, this is the acute stage of recovery. And I call this the restore stage. This is where it makes the most sense to really rest and relax and get as much energy in as possible. A couple of key tips here is that you want to rest quite a lot. Unless is more attitude is very important here. Okay. We do not need to put on any extra stress or pressure on the body because it's already in the highest state of stress and pressure that's actually experiencing right now. A routine will help sort some of these problems out. A good routine and structure that's appropriate for you will be very important. Mindset is very important in this aspect. Okay. Calming down your nervous system. Food and nutrition is a big one that we need to focus on here and working in. Now, working in, Paul Check came up with this terminology, working in and working out. And what that basically means is working in is energy in, 
And working out is our energy expenditure. So anything that we do that actually causes us to expend energy means that's a working out activity. For some, it could be going socializing. For others, it could be working out in the gym. None of it's bad. It's just that if you're in the acute stage of recovery, your capacity is quite low. Therefore, you do not want to do too much outward work right now. We need to do inward work to restore energy in your body. This is the case where you really listen to your body and you really honor the rest that it's asking for. Okay. If you need to sleep, you need to sleep. Now, obviously there's some rules with that. We want to try and sleep. If you're sleeping during the day, we want to sleep between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. at its latest because we want to be able to see light before the end of the day so we can trick our minds or get our brains to remember, oh, yeah, by the way, I still have to sleep tonight. If you sleep too late during the day, it's going to totally fuck up, excuse my French, your circadian rhythm at night, and it's totally going to get your sleep cycle out of whack. We don't want that. I've had to help a lot of clients reverse their sleep cycle over time. And it's a hard thing to do if you get into that habit of falling asleep really late at night. I'm talking 4 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. Sometimes I've had clients who couldn't fall asleep till 6, 7 a.m. in the morning. We've had to totally reverse their sleep cycle. So if you are going to sleep throughout the day, make sure it's between the hours of 10 and 3 o'clock. You know, whether it's an hour, one hour, two hours, three hours, it doesn't really matter. Like I said, you've got to really just listen to your body in this stage. You don't want to push it here. The moment you'll be able to progress and move forwards is when you restore energy in your body. But you running from an empty tape ain't going to help anything. So in stage one, totally fine to rest as much as you possibly need. Again, we want to have a health focus. We don't want to be symptom focused. We just want to tune into our bodies and really honor what it's asking for. Like I said, I gave you five tips before on what you should be focusing on in this stage. Food is a big one. You need energy in as much energy as you possibly can get. So it's going to help you move forwards. Again, less is more approach. Just initially, this is just to help calm your nervous system down and make sure you're looking after yourself so you can enter into stage two. Now, this is where the rest work ratio changes. And we call this stage two the reconditioning stage. And in this stage, it's about regenerating energy. And so what this means is we go from the acute stage of almost hibernation and we come out of that like a polar bear, we climb out of our cave and then we move into this regenerating energy stage where you're getting used to daily function again. You're getting used to a normal routine rhythm. You're getting into the circadian rhythm of the sun and the moon cycle. And so, you know, we're trying to fix these sleep patterns. We're trying to recondition our bodies here and we're doing this appropriately. Now, what does this mean for rest? If you're in stage two and you are still behaving in stage one behaviors, you're going to stay stuck. Okay. The less is more approach is only initially to stop you pushing and crashing so you can actually gain some consistency. If you aren't consistent, you can't gain consistency. If you keep pushing, crashing, you're going to go around in circles for as long as you're not aware of it for. Okay. This is why our first thing that we teach all our members is how to find their baseline, how to stop pushing and crashing so they can gain consistency. Once you gain consistency, you can maintain. Once you maintain, you can progress, but you can't progress until you maintain first. And so this is where a lot of people go wrong. And what you need to do here is have the right balance between working in and working out. 
Remember, working out is anything that expands energy to you, and working in is anything that gives you energy back. Now, of course, that can be things like meditation, it can be things like total rest, but it can be active or passive rest too, where you might be playing piano, you might be listening to music, you might be doing art. Anything that restores energy, regenerates energy within yourself is what we want to be focusing on in here. And so it doesn't have to be like a health modality. It could be a joyful rest modality that you choose to do as well. We're really big on that inside our program. We believe that you should really have some things that you enjoy every single day, even if it's just for one minute and build on that. Now in this stage, you are building your capacity. As your capacity expands, your level of being able to function and do more in your day-to-day -day life expands too. Okay, you want to have the right balance between working in and working out. And as you keep progressing, that kind of expands too. So if you are, like I said before, over resting when you don't need to rest, and this is where you've just got to be aware, do you need a rest or are you just acting it out of behavior? We had a client who was in acute stage one. When she came to us, she was sleeping 12 to 14 hours a day, and that was really what she needed. And then as she started to get better, she started to work on the fundamentals. She started doing everything that we mentioned, all the basics, getting it right, getting her baseline right. And then she got stuck and she wrote in, obviously every single week we do coaching sessions and she wrote a question in, we coached her on it. And the question was, I'm sleeping like 14 hours a day. I keep waking up and I'm so exhausted in the morning. Like I'm just so exhausted, even though I've slept for like 12 to 14 hours. And so I said to her, you know, where are you at? Tell me like your day-to-day -day function. She's like, well, I'm feeling pretty good. I don't have any symptoms. I just feel so exhausted in the mornings. I'm able to do more. My capacity is getting better. And right then and there, we realized that she was oversleeping. She didn't need to sleep that much anymore. And so I said, you know, I want you to get up as close to the sunrise as possible, but obviously do it appropriately. So for her, you know, it might've been an hour or two after the sunrise and initially, and slowly, but surely she would pull it back. Sure enough, within a week, she was feeling so much more energized because she wasn't overslept. In fact, she was sleeping around eight hours instead of 12 to 14. And so I think it was like eight to nine hours of sleep per night. And she was waking up feeling way more refreshed than when she was oversleeping at 12 to 14 hours. And so because she was in stage two, it was the right thing to do. If she was in stage one still, I would tell her to honor and listen to her body. Stage two, yes, you still honor and listen to your body, but you don't need to oversleep. Okay. And of course, she integrated into stage three, which is the reintegration stage and the re-energizing stage where basically she can start living life again. And that's what she's doing now. She's absolutely crushing it. She's starting her own business. She's doing great things. Big shout out to you, Jess. She is now just a healthy human being. So, you know, she gets up with the, with the circadian rhythm. Everything is in tune now. Whereas at the start, it was out of whack. She went through the tired and wired stage where she started to get more energy, but she felt more tired and wired. And again, this is where we need to calm the energy systems. We need to calm the nervous system, make sure we're doing the right things at the right time. If you're in stage two, here's a couple of tips. You want to get the balance between working in and working out dialed in. Again, it's different for everyone. So we need to find the right amount for you and the sweet spot for you. We want to get you good tired. By the end of the day, your goal is to be good tired. So you sleep well. Okay. So don't be afraid of tiredness. We want to get good tiredness. There's a difference between chronic fatigue syndrome tiredness or chronic health condition tiredness. 
than exhaustion versus just normal tiredness. So, you know, aim for good tired by the end of the day. Again, the baseline will help you get there and not overdo it and not underdo it. We want to focus on muscular strength and building your strength and stamina with restorative movement initially and then building into strength movement, building your daily function and building your brain and body appropriately. So there's the five tips for you in stage two. Now, stage three, you might be wondering, well, when I'm healthy, what do I do now? Do I need to rest at all? Okay. And this is where you act like a normal human being. And a normal human being rests when they need to rest. They chill out when they need to chill out. And then they go when they need to go. I, I love a saying, you know, go slow when you need to go slow and go when you need to go. Energy creates energy here. You know, like I shared with you with that story with Jess, energy created energy for her. She didn't need more rest because she was actually over resting because she was in stage two. She didn't need to rest the way she rested in stage one. As she came out of that, like I said, the hibernation period, by the way, Dr. Olivia, who's our residential medical doctor, she has an amazing research video inside our program called the hibernation research video. And it's fascinating, but it basically talks about the correlation between hibernation and chronic fatigue syndrome and the way out of it, basically, which is exactly what we're teaching you with the baseline and building up for yourself. Stage three, remember, is re-energizing. We want to really build on what we've built from stage two, but we're building more capacity now. This is where we start to go macro over micro. Macro is bigger, larger, thinking long-term, thinking bigger, and building towards that versus stage one and two is more micro. We're focusing on the small day-to-day -day things and we're focusing on recovery. Stage three, we're not focusing on recovery, we're focusing on life, okay? You'll know when you're in stage three because you have more life challenges than health challenges and that's actually a good sign, okay? Here, again, you just wanna know when to go slow and you wanna know when to go. And you'll have the body wisdom now to basically honor that. And that's the greatest thing that you're learning throughout this journey is that you will have the wisdom to know when to slow, to know when to go, to know when to eat the right foods, to know when to make sure that you have more energy in than energy out. And here you're functioning day to day and you're healthy. And so they're the three stages. And based off those stages, you can see how it's nuanced to the stage you're at in terms of what you need in that moment. One of my favorite doctors, Dr. Lionel Lubitz, he wrote the forward for my first book, Amazing Guy. He used to say, you know, you can't do too much, but you can't do too little. You want to find the sweet spot. And that's what it's all about is just finding the sweet spot for where you're at right now and then building appropriately. So I hope this episode helps you identify where you're at and makes you curious to go, hmm, maybe I am over-resting or maybe I'm overdoing it. I need to really pull back and be committed to myself because right now what I'm doing isn't working. So wherever you're at on the model right now, just find that, notice that and go, what can I do about it? What can I change to move me forwards and help me get better? Anyway, sending you a ton of love. Hope you're doing really, really well and we'll see you very soon.